Welcome in. Whew. It has been a while. Welcome in to the All Talk Podcast. This is your host, Jeffrey Woodruff Jr. Jeffrey Woodruff the second. Second sounds a little bit more formal. We're all business today on episode 27 of the All Talk Pod. Eddie George episode. Eddie George, when you were playing Madden, early 2000s Madden, and you're doing your, your fantasy draft, Eddie George is your running back for sure. That smooth, bald head. Woo. Eddie George, shout out. A lot of good memories coming from the Titans. The Titans kind of used to be one of those uniform teams that you like, strictly because you like their color scheme, the baby blue, the navy blue. I'm a, I'm a big navy blue guy myself. So good to have Eddie represented on episode 27 of the pod. Today is Thursday, July 30th. That is correct. You heard me right. We are on the 30th of July already. Horrifying. We have not had a real summer yet. Thankfully down here in D-Town, we get to, our summer gets extended a little bit further into to most areas where they would call the fall july 30th though that's that's a big number we are we're trucking through 2020 the year that at times felt like it was never going to end but honestly it is flying by and we're excited to be back last week took the week off took the day off both uh from recording and my standard job i woke up and was just not feeling good whatsoever so I think going into August, we're we're gonna focus on uh, making sure that we're treating ourselves, you know, both from a physical standpoint, mental standpoint. I, I've been struggling with sleep for a little bit, and man, when you can't sleep, it everything I feel like just gets magnified. But I'm feeling good. Back in the studio, back in the lab. Glad to be here. Excited to get episode 27 back out, and we've got we've got a jam packed agenda to cover today we'll be doing a little week in review we've got like a handful of conspiracy theories that we need to trudge through we're going to be shining some truth on some maybe maybe providing you all with some facts on others i'm excited to get into those sports are back scott edwards with elevated gains joins us this week and then of course we've got to look into some weather Get everyone all squared away. Get get you into your weekend on on the correct foot forward. And I'm excited, man. Episode 27. It feels good to be back. I feel like even though we've only we only took one week off, this feels like the longest hiatus that we've had in a while. So thank you for everyone uh, tuning in. We've got a great show coming your way. This week in review has been popping off. Really, it's it's these past two weeks in review. But you know, you guys know like what I like to do here. Twitter, it's basically what I see on Twitter that that's really been catching my eye. Everything that we can all sort of uh, agree on. And there's a few topics that I think everyone should be familiar with and, and stuff that I'm very excited to get into. Starting off with our boy Kanye. Sadly, Kanye seems to be, uh, as they medically say, off the rocker. Kanye seems to have a, another medical term, have a screw loose upstairs. He has unleashed a series of tweets. Well, not only, we'll, we'll time travel a little bit. Kanye announced that he was running for office, for presidential office in, in 2020. And uh, he missed the deadline, the cutoff to get in, into some states. So he's going to be relying on write-ins quite a bit. Uh, but other than that, Kanye has unleashed a hellstorm of tweets and the poor guy, I, I don't know exactly what's going on, but in light of us focusing on mental health in, in the month of August, it's important to uh, make sure you're checking on your rich friends because I feel like Kanye has so much damn money these days that he literally does not know what to do with it, and it's honestly impacting his his mental well-being. Get out the movie? Kanye said that that was about him. Kim and the rest of the Kardashian crew have to be very upset or very happy. This 
this was one of those storylines for the week where I was like, can this maybe fall into our conspiracy theory week? We've got a few running. And this one, the whole Kanye ordeal is is kind of on the borderline to where I'm like, is this all legit? Like Kanye is tweeting out like a madman right now. And he is claiming that the movie Get Out is about him and the Kardashians, which is which is not a good storyline, not a friendly storyline to be associated with. And unfortunately, you've got to think that Kim is probably at the breaking point. Honestly, if I'm Kim, I'm thinking, dude, I got to get out of this, like this marriage, because Kanye feels like he is not only a threat to himself, but he's also a threat to their children. But I also want to think that Chris, Chris Kardashian, Chris, is it Chris Jenner? Is that what she goes by? I don't know. Chris. I feel like could also be saucing some stuff up. So they are recording Keeping Up with the Kardashians right now. So that means this time next year, whenever this season comes up, we are going to be loaded with content. I've been known to dip into an episode or two of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and honestly, pretty entertaining. Uh, You get to see how the mega wealthy and the mega disconnected get to live their lives and... It's going to be shocking, I think, this this whole scenario on how much detail they get at, uh, into it during the show, during the filming, and honestly, the fallout that's going to come from from Kim and Kanye, because I, I feel bad about those two. I, I hope that Kanye gets his head back on straight and, and gets things going down the correct path. So we're going to be monitoring the Kanye situation very closely. Honestly, I think the dude just needs to put out like a couple of albums and maybe simmer down on all the political stuff because i think you know you know that's what makes him happiest and this is speaking and this is someone speaking who has very limited knowledge on the situation so y- you should probably believe it on some friendlier updates some something that that we can get a little bit more excited about sports are back live sports have made a triumphant return mlb particularly is is storming the gates uh I found myself watching a couple of like Cubs games just on TV. I mean, it, it's gotten to the point where after work, I will, I, I'm killing to watch anything live. I don't know what it is. It's probably just because we haven't had the opportunity to watch live TV for so long. There's something so much better about a live event on television than like a recorded show or a previously aired show. But the MLB is back. Real games are going on. Real games have been going on for the course of the week. The Royals... I don't know about the Royals this year. We might be able to swing in. Uh, So the MLB and the MLBPA decided on like a 60-game season, which makes every single game really exciting. I think it's really great that the MLB, everyone's playing very aggressively. They want to win every single game. But really what we have been missing throughout this MLB drought is the Astros. The Astros who, in the offseason, basically they did admit to cheating, uh, stealing signs, banging on trash cans to give batters a, a heads up on what pitch is coming. And we have been starved from the pegings, the intentional hittings of, of batters from the Astros, and... Our Lord and Savior, Joe Kelly from from the Dodgers, came out and, and he opened up the season on, on just a terrific note this year. Our good friend Joe from the L.A. Dodgers, and mind you, a big, big storyline coming out of last year's season were the Astros coming out, Jose Altuve hitting that walk-off home run against the Dodgers to advance into the World Series, and he's running down the third baseline to get to home plate, and he's holding his jersey because, you know, theories say that he has, like, a buzzer on under it to where, you know, a certain amount of buzzes on his body means that a changeup or a fastball is coming. So the Astros teed off on the Dodgers to get to the World Series last year, and now this week... We were fortunate enough to be able to see Joe Kelly, pitcher for the Dodgers, come out and just toss heaters. Like, it wasn't even close. He was throwing behind the Astros batters. 
And then he's going off, John Adam, dropping F-bombs, calling them B-words. Yeah, we, we keep things PG on here. At least I try to. But it was good. It, it felt so exhilarating to have live sports highlights, have that trash talk back in our lives. But then it comes out that Joe Kelly gets suspended for eight games. And it pretty much has all of us in a shock because the Astros, their penalties basically surrounded around like fines and then their manager is getting screwed. No players got suspended, even though they were actively contributing to the cheating scandal that led them to win the World Series. How absurd is that, that Joe Kelly, this pitcher, gets suspended for eight games for basically doing what the entire MLB was hoping was going to happen by throwing at the Astros batters. He gets suspended for eight games. And the guys who essentially admitted to cheating have not gotten suspended whatsoever. And it goes back to sort of everything that is wrong with the MLB. The MLB is a dying sport. I will go to my grave saying that. Hopefully the MLB is dead before I am. I'm mortal lock of Jeff's life. The MLB will die before Jeff does. Write it down. Write it on my gravestone. But the MLB is really showing the fans that, honestly, they don't really care. Like, you can't go out and suspend a pitcher for eight games and not suspend anyone from the team that admitted to cheating. Like, how backwards and messed up is that? And to top it all off, the MLB is freaking everyone else out because, of course, no bubble, I get it. It's difficult, logistical nightmare to get everyone around. But they're flying into different cities. They're they're treating the season like it's normal. And then, of course, the Miami Marlins have like a 15-person coronavirus outbreak on their team. Them and the Yankees game, they're canceled. We have multiple games being canceled because of outbreaks on teams. And then, mind you, they were previously in other teams' stadiums. They're standing on the bases next to other players. So the possibility for transmission increases super-duper high. And the MLB just feels like they're kind of setting up our glorious NFL for failure. Because as soon as everyone got whiff that the MLB was having coronavirus problems, you have to look forward to the NFL season and think, okay, they are not doing a bubble where the NBA and the NHL both are. And those seasons are, are both in the very early stages. NHL is doing their like pre-qualifier games. NBA is doing the same, but they're having games. They're doing a lot of testing. They're making sure everyone's isolated, except for Lou Williams. I mean, you know, let's cut him some slack a little bit. Those those wings that he went out and got look great. I will say it's a little suspect that he went to a gentleman's club to, to get wings. Lou, come on, buddy. If you had to go anywhere, just don't go to a strip club. Such a bad, such a bad look. But either way, the NBA and the NHL are, are doing things right. And then the MLB comes out, they have coronavirus issues, and that just gets the media in the frenzy, in a frenzy. I'm part of the media, I'm in a frenzy, and I'm concerned about the NFL. I would sacrifice, gladly sacrifice NBA, NHL, and MLB seasons to ensure that we have a full NFL season, and really, really hoping that the MLB can get their ducks in a row and come up with a plan to where, okay, we have an outbreak on this team. What does that mean for the next two, three weeks? Because hopefully the NFL is going to be able to learn from that because in a contact sport where you are sweating and tackling each other and lining up inches from each other play by play for several hours, if someone has coronavirus, you're going to give that to another player, give that to another team, and then next thing you know, you play in Kansas City one week, and then you go out to Los Angeles the next week, you've got three locker rooms potentially all being impacted by coronavirus. And there's going to be situations where if your starting quarterback gets it, you're going into that next week at a massive disadvantage. Like, I kind of hope, part of me hopes that Mahomes and the Chiefs crew 
get a very, very mild form of their own in the offseason just so they can get it out of the way. Um, that's kind of best-case scenario. That's what I'm thinking, but we'll see. MLB, as much as I hate you in any other aspect, it is very nice to have you back. And it's very nice to be able to say, wow, there's nothing going on right now. Let me flip on an MLB game and at least have some entertainment from that aspect. I will say real quick before we move on, the fan noise, it really was sort of getting under my skin for the first, eh, you know, 15 or so minutes of a game. And it felt like because I was just hyper aware of it, I knew it was not real fans and I knew that it was just fake. But then as I got more into the game, focused on, you know, what was actually happening on the diamond, look at that baseball reference, then it sort of just felt like normal stuff to me. So a big concern of mine was the fan noise, the fake fan noise, and how it was going to feel during the broadcast. I think it's totally fine. I'm totally okay with it. Uh, So as long as the MLB can get somewhat of a plan in place to where they're able to, I don't know, shift a game around or or do something to make sure that the games are not totally, totally uncompetitive due to a lot of guys having to sit out on one particular team due to the Rona. And if the NFL can at least learn a couple of things from that, Keep trudging forward, MLB. I'm, I'm glad you're back. Very excited for the NBA and NHL to get back. Uh, a lot of good stuff to look forward to. And then one last note. Some big stuff to keep everyone in the loop on. Patrick Mahomes. That man uh, does not quit. He simply has a motor and a drive for success that seems to be unimpacted by everything else. Patrick Mahomes may be 75% God and 25% man. 20% man, 5% goat. Because Mahomes, if we can all remember back just a few weeks ago, just got paid half a billow, $500 million. And as any other good, smart 24-year-old would do with $500 million, Patrick goes and takes advantage of the new Royals ownership group. So previously, our previous owner of the Royals, or the previous owner of the Royals had passed away, opened up an opportunity for essentially a group of investors to go in and all have large shares of of the franchise. And Mahomes got himself into that. Patrick Mahomes bought himself into the ownership group of the Royals, the youngest professional sports franchise owner ever and the fact that he is a 24 year old Super Bowl champion who now owns an MLB franchise in Kansas City take a couple steps back take take a couple minutes to realize how big of a deal that is like that that's insane and then he also copped a Ferrari like the man cannot be stopped uh training camp is is coming back very excited The NFL seems to be doing uh, as much as they can to where they're going to have a regular season. I understand the MLB stuff is sort of freaking us out, but from the interviews that we've heard from personnel, um, be it front office guys, so Veach, uh, other GMs around the league, and then players who have been reporting back to training camp, it sounds like you know, the the protocols and, and processes in place to ensure that the players are safe are, are definitely there. So I'm excited. I, I'm confident right now, as long as the MLB just does not implode on itself, I'm feeling good about an NFL season, and I'm just so excited about Patrick Mahomes. But we had a good week, very exciting week in recap. Very juicy stuff coming out. Kanye, keep your head together. MLB, get your ish together. Patrick Mahomes, you are 20% royalty, 20% God, and 5% goat. But enough sports, enough weekend recap. We have, we've got a handful of conspiracies to get into, and we're going to do that, right? Meow. Okay, in classic 2020 fashion... We have got some absurd headlines floating around, some absurd theories that have came across my radar, shot across the bow of my face, and 
some of them some of them hit a little close to home and some of them you know what we're, we're going to shed some light on we are going to debunk maybe some myths that have been floating around and make sure everyone's caught up to speed on some some very important stuff starting with a uh, retail giant wayfair wayfair is pretty much it's an online marketplace for furniture Amazon for furniture. I am a Wayfair customer. I have purchased a, a fantastic dining room table off of it. It's about six feet long, so it's one of the big ones. And then also got uh, some chairs and a bench to go along with that kitchen table. A bench with a kitchen table. It's a very, very subtle, very tasteful addition to really open up the table a little bit. Uh, make sure that you have plenty of seating and, and to spice things up. You don't want like six chairs just sitting around your kitchen table. It's way too much clutter. Get a bench. Check out Wayfair. Or should we not be checking out Wayfair? I don't know. But essentially, what is going on is Wayfair is being accused of using some of their outlandishly expensive items to potentially be trafficking children. And you may feel like this does not make any sense, and I would say that you're pretty close to correct on that one. But basically what's going on are there have been a few different circumstances where Wayfair has like thousands, tens of thousands of products online available on their website, and some some of them are just priced ridiculously high so for example something that's been brought up is they have a pair or, or a set of cabinets priced for thirteen thousand dollars on wayfair and you may be asking yourself what does a thirteen thousand dollar cabinet set do for me and the answer is i have no idea but basically what has been going on are these cabinets specifically are titled listed on Wayfair as Samiya, Samiya, which looks like a, a, an individual's name, and it just so happens to correlate the same unique name for a missing person, a missing girl out of Ohio, same first name, so it's spelled S-A-M-I-Y-A-H, uh, pronunciation team, new team, new addition to the pod, check me on that. Samia Mummin. And basically, all the conspiracy theorists are saying, oh my god, this person has been missing, and it just so happens that Wayfair has an absurdly priced item on their website with the same name as this missing person. So you get a little taste, you get some blood in the water, and the conspiracy theory people just go absolutely insane. And then... To add on to that as well, there is a pillow, like a couch or bed pillow, bed pillow, 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 I don't know. It is priced for $9,999. And the kid's last name, missing out of Georgia, oh, Maryland, missing out of Maryland, a young boy who was missing out of Maryland, he went missing in April of this year. His last name matches this $10,000 pillow on Wayfair's website. So what people are thinking is happening are Wayfair is basically putting these quote-unquote children that they have abducted or, or came in control of on their website for people to purchase. And they are associating these outlandishly priced cabinets, pillows, and matching up their last names or their names to these missing people. And honestly, it all kind of sounds legit until it comes out that Samia, I don't know, that there's no way I'm pronouncing that correctly. She was found after uh, four days, not been reporting since. And then the little Maryland boy who uh, whose last name matched the $10,000 pillow, he was found in less than 24 hours. And there was no signs of being trafficked, no signs of being kidnapped. And this is all coming straight from the police stations in each respected city where these individuals went missing. Samia came out and made a video on Facebook basically saying, Yo, WTF, 
I am not missing. I, I was missing for a little bit, but I'm all good now. So please stop saying that Wayfarer is uh, child trafficking by throwing my name out there. Then same thing with, with the boy's family that, that came out. Like they, The kid got found, and there's no correlation. Wayfair came out. Basically, an explanation for the cabinets are there like some industrial strength steel cabinets priced correctly at $13,000, and the pillow was a pricing error. Coming from someone who I know that prices products online, and this specific individual, who I will not name names of, has priced a couch uh, very incorrectly and has been posted and purchased at the incorrect price, I am familiar firsthand that those issues really do exist. So Wayfair, conspiracy debunked, not trafficking children. If you are uh, spreading that, let me be, be the source of knowledge that it's not true. Wayfair is responsible for terribly overpriced items, uh, so that may be a crime. If, if you want to say $13,000 cabinet is a crime, guilty. But they are not trafficking children. Something that, that has a little bit more bite to it is uh, related to our, our dear, dear friend, friend of the show, longtime listener, Britney Spears. She has been... <laughs> Britney doesn't look good. Um, Britney, I think, thinks that she... I don't even know how Britney, how old Britney Spears is or how – I think she was actually like an 18-year-old when she was really coming onto the scene uh, back then. But Britney uh, has definitely seen better days. She is still very wealthy. Obviously, she made a shoot ton of money. I was about to say shit, but I didn't. She made a shoot ton of money, and – she has been sort of uh, popping up on the TikTok platform. I still have yet to download that. Kudos to me. Posting a lot on Instagram, and she's been doing some dancing videos, some blogging videos, um, all meanwhile wearing very small shorts, very revealing shorts that have been rolled up. It, not a good look. I'm glad that that phase, if there even was a phase, is now over. But anyway, Brittany, I think we're all familiar. She she went through a bit of a rough patch, staying on trend with me- mental health awareness week or month uh, that we're going to be celebrating over here at the All Talk Pod. And what came from that is all of her finances have been put under her father and her lawyer's control, basically after being hospitalized for psychiatric reasons. And a lot of concerns have came out that Brittany basically had been admitted to, you know, whatever you want to call it, mental hospital, some sort of mental rehab facility, sort of against her will, uh, under the direction of her father, under the direction of her lawyer, who are in control of her assets, and essentially has been being given, you know, what is likely medication for her history of mental issues, and fans uh you know concerned citizens are are speaking out and uh hoping that Britney is is okay because she seems very rough so we have the free Britney movement going on and they've got some steam going behind it so there is a white house petition going on that has 100,000 signatures which is essentially uh, supposed to require the president to make some sort of response or the admin- the Trump administration to make some sort of response to acknowledge that you know they've they've dedicated some sort of federal assets to look into the situation so they have 100,000 signatures there the hashtag free britney had been posted like tens of thousands of times over the last couple of weeks and then the big one is she had posted just like a quick video blog maybe it was a picture but you know how like the top comments on Instagram or like comments that have been liked the most will typically come up if there's like tens of thousands of comments. The ones that you'll see when you're just scrolling have been the ones that are most liked. So anyway, this person likes our comments on, on Brittany's post and says, Hey Brittany, wear yellow in the next video or post that you make to let us know if, if you need help. So 
if she wears yellow in this following video, that's going to be her communicating to us that, hey, something is wrong. I need help. And lo and behold, B Spears, our girl, comes out in her next video, and she is just rocking a nice little yellow crop top with some rolled up shorts. God, they look so bad. And it's concerning. She is like making it a big point in the video, in her comment, or in her caption that she is wearing yellow. She wants everyone to know that, hey, look at me. I'm wearing yellow right now. Here is my sign that I need help. I am being held against my will. My assets are all under control for my father and my lawyer. Like someone needs to do something for me. So I'm on board with the Free Britney crew. Uh, honestly, the big the big concern not only is, is her health, but her fashion choice when it comes to those rolled up shorts. It, it's not a good look. And then finally rounding us out on Conspiracy Theory Week, UFOs have made a triumphant return. Or I guess, yeah, you know what? We'll say return to mainstream media. Back in March... I, I'm a big UFO junkie. I, I, I wouldn't say I'm a big UFO junkie, but whenever a UFO headline or video or something comes across my timeline of any sort, I'm, I'm digging into it. I'm getting lost in that wormhole. And back in March, the Pentagon released like four or five videos of different fighter pilots, drone footage they had of them tracking like straight up ufos and they made that they made that information public so it's pretty much to the point where we know that they exist and that in itself is mind-boggling like to get to this point where ufos were something that we grew up with and thinking like oh my god they could be there they could not be and now the pentagon is coming out and saying hey yeah they're out there uh so that happened in march we got the videos a little bit more recently, within the last couple of weeks, the Pentagon, uh, they have a, a specific task force set aside to tracking uh, and reporting on UFO sightings, collecting data and information, and then and disseminating that across uh, you know, government organizations. That task force came out and said, we are going to be releasing some information of, in quotes, off-world vehicles not made on this earth and they have in their possession materials from vehicles not made on this earth and this task force is coming out and they're apparently releasing some information on the stuff that they've got haven't came out with a specific date on it but you know you know us over here at the pod we're we're gonna be reporting on ufos when it comes out so if that intrigues you whatsoever, please take a look at the UFOs. So in Conspiracy conspiracy Theory Week recap, Wayfair is guilty of $13,000 cabinets, but not guilty of child trafficking. Britney Spears is being held against her will and being forced to wear rolled up short shorts. And UFOs are real. A lot going on. A lot to take in. If anyone has any questions or needs someone to talk to about it, please let me know. I'm... I'm always here. I'm always here to lend an ear to, to your concerns about any of these theories. But switching gears into a, a really enlightening, really good conversation with Scott Edwards over at Elevated Gains, who are producing CBD protein bars. We get into all of it. Really good, fun convo. Enjoy it a lot. And I hope you do too. Alrighty, welcome on. Uh, whoa, welcoming. It's been... I didn't have an episode last week, so I kind of get the got to get the vocals running back again. So if I have any other mishaps, please excuse me. Welcoming on Scott Edwards, CEO, founder, Elevated Gains. Scott, it's great to see you. It's, thanks for uh, thanks for spending your Monday evening with me. Of course, Jeff. I wouldn't have it any other way. It's great to be here. <laughs> it's good to uh, see that nice smiley face again. Your beard is looking great right now, too. Thank see you. mine. Yeah, it looks nice. I like it. You know, I'm all I'm, I'm all for the beards. I tell everybody. Yeah, I agree. Girls can wear makeup. We have beards. Yeah, yeah. Cover up half your face. There you go. Yeah, exactly. That's great. <laughs> uh, well, dude, it, it's nice to have you on. And yes, we are doing this on a Monday. Scott and I are both very busy men. 
And Scott is specifically busy. Something very excited. Uh, I mentioned it earlier in your title. I've always wanted to be CEO. That's a nice little accomplishment to have under <laughs> your belt this early, Scott. I'm proud of you. Well, I appreciate it. You know, CEO only means something when the company goes somewhere. So for now, it's just a couple words on a piece of paper. But uh, yeah, man, we we so I started Elevated Gains. We had our launch last Wednesday. It's been, I guess, a week and a half ish now since we launched. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, things are going well. Had a ton of support from everybody. A um, bunch of people, you know, back from college. So that was awesome to see. Um, yeah, now we'll see if people like them, start reordering, telling people about them. So Scott launched Elevated Gains, CBD protein bars. We had a lot of support for, obviously, like you said, big in Kansas, big in the network that we know, um, which is always great to see. I feel like you you have to have, in order to be successful, you have to have like your day ones and, and people that you've known forever be there to support you right at the start, which you obviously did. But for people who don't know, out of the circle, walk them through just a little bit about what EG is producing. um, And then I guess real quick, where to find you guys as well. Sure. Yeah. Um, So on any social, we're just at Elevated Gains. Uh, Pretty simple, all lowercase. Um, That's perfect. Nice to have an original name. You don't have to worry about that as much. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so we produce... Uh, CBD protein bars right now. And we've got some t-shirts on the side as well, wearing one right now. Um, Fire t-shirt. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got two flavors. We've got a chocolate peanut butter and a Cinegram protein bar. Um, they've mm-hmm. got uh, zero grams of added sugar, uh, 21 grams of protein, and 25 milligrams of CBD. So what we're really trying to do is I, I you know, eat a lot of protein bars, playing sports, working out, whatever. And I just don't really like too many of them. Um, and if you're going to be eating things that like, you know, have a bunch of sugar or other things, it might as well taste good. And like that doesn't even cross it. So what we tried to do was basically put together a bar that doesn't have things that are bad for you. And then it's mm-hmm. also going to hit that high protein mark to where you go have a strenuous workout um, or if you're going hiking or whatever you're doing, you're out and about. Um, it's going to keep you full and it's going to pack that protein that these athletes are going to need to recover. Um, and then on top of that, which we'll get more into CBD and the benefits and all that stuff, but it's, it's Mm -hmm. pretty wild. Um, I'm learning a ton every day still. Like, you know, you think you kind of know much, but I still like hardly know anything. So it's cool. Yeah. I mean that, first of all, congratulations. I think I've already said it, but really cool product. Like you said, very original, love the name. The t-shirts are fire. Hey, quick question before we get into uh, Protein Bar and CBD Talk. How did you guys, uh, what avenue did you go down to get your logo? How, how did you source your logo creation? Our logo, yeah. So my cousin um, actually owns like a media production company down in Atlanta. Um, nice. Yeah, so they're called Oust. You can check them out there. Um, shout out. Shout, we love shout them. Shout out to Oust. Um, yeah, so... He's been, he was, he's a big entrepreneur, you know, he's started a few of his own businesses. And so I talked to him a lot just at the onset of just like, yo, this is what I kind of want to do. Like, what do you think? You're kind of doing this too. Um, Mm -hmm. So it happened to work out that they were able to like hook it up a bit with like a little friends and family discount. Cause like, you know, I'm just starting. I I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, So basically I talked to them and it's been a while. Uh, we did just, we just launched, but you know, this thing's been going for like two and a half years now. Um, so about two and a half years ago, I talked to them and was like, yeah, so, uh, we're all about basically clean ingredients, recovery. Um, and I always say kind of like an engineering mindset in the way that we built the bar. Um, Mm -hmm. and then they came back to me with like our, our computerized kind of mountains for the engineer feel a little bit. Um, and then our, our lo- main logo, the leaf. Yeah. Which it's yeah. funny. A lot of the older generation, like think it's a pot leaf and a lot of like everyone our age is like, Oh cool. It's not you know, really anything. It's just kind of their logo. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> I mean, it, okay. I will say for the older generation, like I, I, I can give them it, but also broaden your horizons a little bit. Like it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, yeah, it's fair. It's, you know, uh, there's 
that negative connotation a lot, but that's going to be changing. Um, I can see why they think that, but you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> I love it. Well, you at least had the benefit of, of, uh, going to like a professional to get your logo done. I'm, I had mine, I paid like, I, we're not getting down this tangent, but exciting things coming potential logo redesign for the pod, which I'm excited about. Oh, so yeah. back to it, uh, you mentioned it. So I want to at least bring it up. Um, just a quick background. I mean, you, you mentioned that EG has been going for a while and then just quick background on yourself, uh, engineer out of college, just, just, just so the folks are aware. Well, I've always had like, I want to start my own business type of deal. I, it was always, I never really knew what it was. Um, right. but towards the end of college, it was like, I think it really could be something with weed because a lot of people aren't willing to take the risks that are necessary to enter the market. Um, and it's still so new, like it's going crazy, but like it's, you know, been around for what, less than 10 years. So, mm-hmm. um, and even that's a stress. So I, so, which is to say, you might think that's why I moved to Denver in reality, that was the one job offer I got. So I was like, all right, we're going to Denver. <laughs> um have to yeah and oh but it was awesome i love denver been out here for just over three years now um so while i was at my first job i was working out with a buddy and kind of just talking about you know it would be sick if we could have like some thc and cbd um somehow with like my protein stuff like i'm gonna smoke and drink my protein shake like i might as well combine the actions make it all into one um Mm -hmm. and then the thc part looked into that and like eventually that'll be cool and that's kind of like a passion project because like i would really like that and i think a lot of people would like it but in reality like one cbd cost to cost of barrier to entry is like so much lower um even though yeah there's we're still getting screwed at every chance we get by everybody it's ridiculous um (laughs) but also like the medical benefits like that's where more of the research has been done and like actually more of the medical benefits are. So like, that's what really matters. Um, at some point we'll get into THC products. I'm sure just cause like, that'll be sweet. Like a little pre-workout with a couple milligrams of THC would be nice. But now you're going into this like totally different industry. You're kind of out of the engineering space and into like the food production space. Yeah. Like <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the background. We've seen uh, the pictures for those who follow EG on, instagram scott and and the crew there they do a really good job of like documenting behind the scenes stuff which i personally appreciate as a consumer i enjoy seeing like where the stuff is coming from like how are you guys taking the the necessary steps to make sure that everything comes out perfect Mm -hmm. and scott and and the group over there do a really good job of it but i have to imagine that that was like an incredibly difficult thing to just start to learn without any unless you did have prior experience in like food manufacturing because it looks like a bee yeah dude so yeah i kind of glazed over that part i maybe took it out of my memories because it was some of it was painful but yeah so no no past experience in food production at all um (laughs) whatsoever like i'm doing chemical engineering my first job was in oil so i'm it's literally entirely conceptual like we're thinking about the molecules and the oil and all the stuff that's hundreds of miles away and we're running like models and shit so no correlation at all um now i'm doing kind of software consulting also no correlation so like actual jobs quote-unquote actual jobs haven't helped me in that um but that's kind of just the general theme i think at least for me personally in my entrepreneurship journey if we can call it that yet like I basically know nothing Um, Mm -hmm. and what I've gained from school and this second job really is like the, the calluses like to to be able to grind and figure it Mm -hmm. out yourself. And that's kind of what it is. It's like, all right, uh, I don't know how to do a logo. Like who do I need to talk to to go figure this out? Or like, I don't know what buying product liability insurance is for CBD. Like the people I'm working with actually don't know that either. So how do I figure that out? Um, Yeah. So it's pretty much like a figure it the fuck out type of scenario. Mm -hmm. And so when I started making these bars, like I went and bought a bunch of the, you know, the kind of the top brands, the stuff I like, quote unquote, like the, you know, Mm -hmm. 
took down their ingredients, kind of that engineering perspective, started trying to like build my bar up. I knew what I want. I knew I wanted 20 grams of protein at least. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to utilize hemp protein in some way, um, which actually turned out to be a great decision. Now I'm finding out like this hemp protein has omega threes and sixes in it. I knew that, but like, it's like very intertwined with the production of endocannabinoids. So it like is actually boosting it in addition to the CBD, which is sick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew I didn't, I knew I wanted to have like as little sugar as possible. So we have no added sugar and we've got sugar, two grams of sugar, or three grams of sugar from, it's basically just like from the, uh, nuts, like the almonds or the peanuts or the proteins. Mm-hmm. So it's all natural. Um, and so like literally watch YouTube videos, like red, how protein bars are made. Like you can't find that much because companies aren't going to put that out there, but right. just started making them and man, they were shitty for like 18 months, man. They were horrible. <laughs> and like, it was funny because every few months you like think you get, you're getting somewhere and you like try it. And like, I, I ate so many of these things. And so like, I might be like, Oh, this tastes pretty good. Um, and then you give it to somebody else like, yeah, this is like pretty dry or, you know, whatever. So crazy. just getting in your own, getting in your own head. You're like, okay, this one like is not that bad. Exactly. So it must be really, really good. No, That's hilarious. It, dude, exactly. Like th- th- that, like aha moment I thought I had like six times. I'm like, this is it. And, but it wasn't. <laughs> and so when you, when you guys are going through that, like, or, or when you are going through that, so take you back, like, two years ago at the start of this when you were putting together ingredients, Yeah, I've always had a curiosity, like, are you writing down every single time you make a new batch, are you writing down, like, what you put in it, yeah. like, to the, to the measurement, or... Well, that's it. That's a great question because for, I don't know, probably the better part of six months, I'm doing it like cooking. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I need a t- I need a tablespoon of this stuff. I, you know, I need a teaspoon of this. Mm-hmm. Then like six months later, I'm like, you're a dumbass. You know, you make two of the same bars and they're not coming out the same. Like probably your measuring's not perfect. So like we need to weigh this stuff. And then when that happened, they started getting like a lot closer and I could like really figure out what was going on more. And it was, mm-hmm. I just was like, damn, that was so stupid. But that's, you got to kind of go through those pains and get those scars before you, you know what you need to do. Cause like you, you just don't know at the beginning. Wait, so you're, you updated your measurement scale from like fluid ounces to just ounces of ingredients or uh, what grams. do you mean you have to weigh or are you weighing your batches? So I'm weighing all the ingredients in grams when I'm making one bar. Okay. Yeah. And so okay. I know what my total is, you know, and then, and then when you cook it, you got to figure out how, like, if there's any that's cooking off and like where your final thing is. So weighing everything as it goes in and like in intermediate stages, then when it comes off for a while, it didn't matter. Cause it's just like, you got, it's got to taste decent. It can't just yeah. it can weigh right if it doesn't taste good. But uh, yeah, but so we went through a ton of iterations. I got, a bunch of people to try them um like there was a period where we were having oil come out of the bars because we were using natural peanut butters and almond butters but like can't have that be happening um so like nope. powder so so many times along the way like even i think up to a month before production i made like one switch because like we had to make sure it would actually go through production on the big machines so that's mm-hmm. another thing you get the one bar recipe but then you got to scale it and so there's just a ton of variables that like you would have no idea about if you've had yeah. no experience like I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's so insane. Like it, it just opens your mind like and gives me so much appreciation like for small companies that have to go through so many little critiques and like so many updates and work through and switch into a new industry where you don't have any background. Like I couldn't imagine just like drinking out of the fire hose like you were uh from like just purely new knowledge that you must have been gaining every day. Um, but something else you guys are cooling are doing cool at EG is um, cooling. I just said you did say something, cooling. Else, <laughs> something else that you're cooling. <laughs> I told you I haven't done a podcast in like a week and a half. So my, my brain is spacey. Um, the CBD school videos I, I've, I've really appreciated those. So what really, why would I as someone 
who just wrapped up a hike, just wrapped up, you know, lifting, lifting weights, playing basketball, whatever it may be. What's the benefit of, of having CBD in my protein bar? Yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you for liking CBD school. Um, they're minute long videos, but it takes a little bit to get it, get everything together for them. Um, and I love them. So I'm glad you like them too. Yes. Um, so this is kind of what I was talking about earlier with, I'm learning so much, like doing a ton of research on the endocannabinoid system for CBD school, but also just for me to know this kind of stuff, um, Mm -hmm. better, um, continually better. Like there's so, so much out there. People say there's not that much research, but like find me somebody who's read everything out there. Like it's wild. Um, but yeah, so like it can help with a ton of different stuff. Um, that's another thing people probably don't know is like, it's very regulated on the claims you can make. So we can't be specifically saying things on the website, like it's going to help you reduce your inflammation after you work out. Like you can't say that stuff. So you kind of got to play around with like, uh, different ways you can get to that. Like, and it's got CB in it. And then you can like, uh, two paragraphs later maybe say something about that but it like can't be tied together so um but the kind of the main things are um or i would say the main thing that we focus on is reducing inflammation after you um are working out doing exercise whatever um it can help with pain as well um and reducing pain and then there's some more of like the mental side it can help with anxiety and stress um and it can help you sleep better um but it's crazy because all this stuff we're learning about with the endocannabinoid system, we actually, I just filmed the first episode for the new kind of season of CBD school. So that'll be coming out tomorrow, which it'll already cool. be out by the time people listen to this probably. Um, Correct. And it's crazy because CBD, the way it interacts with your endocannabinoid system, which the endocannabinoid system is responsible for maintaining homeostasis throughout your body. So like all this stuff's going on in the world, you like you're hitting your leg, you're going to exercise, whatever. And your endocannabinoid system on the inside is basically like trying to maintain everything at a normal rate. Making sure everything's chilling, making sure everything's a-okay. Exactly. So, but you, your body produces a couple chemicals that are endocannabinoids that like it uses day, like everybody uses it like, you can be like, I fucking hate weed. You still have an endocannabinoid system. You still have endocannabinoids that are helping your body out. And mm-hmm. so what CBD does, like all those things we just talked about, it basically enhances all of that. So I've been debating on whether I was going to say this or not. Steroids kind of has a bad connotation, but not, mm-hmm. not necessarily in the medical world. You can think of it like CBD is like a steroid for your endocannabinoid system. Um, right. So what it does is it actually stops the processes in your body that break down your endocannabinoids. And so you, then you have more of what your body is producing, staying in you and working together to do all those things. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's the crazy part because like, it's just wild. Like it is in your body and it's helping you. And, and then like that, that omega three and omega six thing I was talking about, that's what endocannabinoids are synthesized from. So we're putting the okay. CBD in that's helping those stay at higher levels, but we're also putting the omega-3s, omega-6s in that are increasing your endocannabinoid levels as well. Um, and we'll get into all like the super specifics on CBD school, but basically it just helps your body maintain itself at a higher rate than it generally could. And I, I've been saying this to you too, like I don't really, I mean, my workouts air quotes will consist of like going on a walk or something like, I, I don't know. I haven't been hitting the gym too hard. I've got a lot of stuff. It, going that's on. fair. It's tough. <laughs> so I, I put in my order. I'm very excited to get them very excited to get the, the Cinegram ones because I, I don't think I've ever heard of, like, I know I have a very good picture of what that flavor is going to taste like. Yeah. And I'm very excited to have like a protein bar that tastes like that. Um, but with all those benefits that you listed out, specifically like stress, anxiety, stuff like that, like I'm excited to like eat these in the morning and like have some of that CBD just in my system to, to sort of activate my endocannabinoid. I remember one of the first episodes I did a plug for Elevated Gains and Scott sent that over and I had to read that <laughs> word and I got it right. I, I'm two for two right. on that one. 
I'm two for two on that word, but I'm excited to, to like have these as my breakfast to like get things started for me. No. Yeah, for sure. Um, they can definitely help with like that, help your anxiety levels, help your stress levels. Um, and it's not just like fairy dust, like it's legitimately scientific, which is like the really cool part. Um, and, and they'll keep you really full because we got a lot of fiber in them. So, uh, great meal replacement. Um, but enough about the plugs, man. Like it, it really is crazy. And I think eating it in the morning is, um, could be great for you. Could be great for a lot of people who deal with that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, I can't say enough good things about it. It, it basically just helps your body function at a higher level. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, and the Cinegram, um, I'm not, I'm a vanilla person, which is probably not that common, but like there's always chocolate peanut butter and chocolate everything. Yeah. You know, I wanted to make something I'm for a, my fellow vanilla, I'm vanilla people. I'm a vanilla guy too, man. There you go. Like give me give me like a vanilla cupcake or like a vanilla cupcake or a chocolate cupcake. I'm going vanilla for sure. Like no doubt in my mind. All day long. Um but no, I'm excited. Uh, quick question, how many calories are in these? Uh 190 in each of them. Okay. Is that, I feel like that's pretty standard to uh like compared to i'm just gonna throw out cliff bar here do you know what cliff bar's calorie count would be i don't know what their calorie count is i can get that get our research folks on that real quickly but i do know i'll have hey i'll have my team on it too we we have a massive staff yeah we got a lot of people (laughs) (laughs) um i so cliff bar around 250 calories give or take per flavor but the killer man people don't get this Here's a Cliff Bar. It's healthy. No, it has 21 grams of sugar in it. Sheesh. It is. It's, a lot it's like a candy bar. And yeah. so that's what um, I think, you know, a lot of people, I think, I think you're going to like the bars. I think a lot of people like the bars, but some people might be like, well, this isn't sweet enough. Well, you know, we're not putting 21 grams of sugar in our bars because we want to help your bodies. <laughs> yeah. Start putting a bunch of uh, crap back in them. Right. I'm excited for him. Um, so I ordered mine elevatedgains.com get on there copy shirt while you're at it too follow scott on instagram twitter at elevated gains uh the cbd school things are very cool those will come out are those weekly episodes yeah so we've been lagging as we've been doing launch as you can imagine um i understand yeah but i kind of wanted to break it up to where we had kind of the very uh basic stuff so if you know nothing about CBD or THC or anything, we've got like five episodes up now that are like super basic, kind of very intro stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And now we're going to get into, I don't know, maybe 15 to 20 episodes on the endocannabinoid system. I could literally go forever. Um, so if there's like a specific, you know, type of something, if you want to know how exactly it reduces inflammation, that one we're going to talk about. But if there's something you want to know, like comment it on the videos, like I'll, I'll be looking it yeah. up. So, um, I'll check it out. Yeah. Website elevated gains. Um, yeah. Exciting stuff, man. I, I, I really, so transparency has been checkmarked tick. I love the, the videos and everything that, that you guys have. And then also when like you're excited about it, like, I mean, it just makes like put so much like proof behind the concept too. like just seeing you be excited about it. Like, gets me excited about it like i'm i'm very excited to have mine i'll I'll be sure to let everyone know uh give them a a little review whenever i get them in it should be this week um so next week we'll plan on a little review but scott i'm excited man i'm proud of you keep your head up um thank you for spending your your monday evening with me again i know it's mondays are tough but it's all good man this was we're just i'm just grinding anyway it's not good it's like a break yeah this this was a nice little break for me as well. Um, before I let you get out of here, anything else? Any questions? Yeah, a little, any a little bit on the Chiefs, man. You've been, I'm, I'm assuming you've been in on the Twitter battle between all the top wide receivers. Like, yes. what's your take? Is Tyree Kill the best wideout in the league? Okay, so I had, I, I'm pretty sure this is written somewhere. Tyreek is not the best wide receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. And it's simply because there was one drive. It's not, I'm going to boil it down to one drive. He had like three drops and I understand Tyreek is probably, if not the fastest guy in the league, oh, you good rat you running. Need to put great, that great, on it. Yeah. Yeah. Great, 
great deep threat, um, can run anything in the, in the route tree, but he struggles sometimes with dropping just like easy catches and until he can figure that out, like, because w- when you're throwing the ball to, to Julio or Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, and that ball hits their hands, like it is not going anywhere. And Tyreek, at, at this point, his hands are a little too inconsistent for me to crown him number one in the league. But he's he's top five. Okay. Now, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, uh, you know, he may not have the best hands in the league. He may he, he may not be uh, the best route runner in the league, but I don't even know what the fucking play was called. Zip Wasp or whatever. You can't call that wow. for any other wideout in the league. That's and true. So, you know, there's something to be said about that, I think. You know? <laughs> hey, if I'm boiling it down to one drive where he had a few drops, you can, you're can. you more than welcome to boil it down to one play. Yeah. I, I accept that. I, I still, I still, I don't think I'd crown him number one. I think I'd probably have him at like three behind. I go D Hop one, and then Mike Thomas, uh, and then Reed. Yeah, I think but. I, I think one through four is pretty, pretty like consistent between Julio, Michael Thomas, DeAndre, and then like Tyreek. Yeah, Julio just needs a better offense. Yeah, it's tough. I'm excited to see uh, D-Hop with the Cardinals. Yeah, with Kyler, man. I love D-Hop. Had him on our fantasy team the last couple of years, so like paid very close attention to him. And then he made yeah. that catch that got called back through the legs with his hand and his, oh, his yeah. no-drop season. When, when As a receiver myself back in the day, like... Uh, that's a crime. <laughs> no drops, that's epic. Yeah. Just amazing. <laughs> Oh man, I, I really hope we get to enjoy a full season. Fingers crossed on that. I know it's gonna be sketchy with all the MLB stuff coming out today. Like, I'm worried. I w- I haven't been worried, but I think I'm officially worried. Leave it to the MLB to just ruin every good thing that the NFL could potentially do for us this year. Yeah, the MLB should have never played. Bastards. No. Well, they're just flying. They're just playing at all their home places. Like. Like yeah. the, the NHL and NBA got the bubble. Like, okay, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Unless you need chicken wings. And you might need the right. <laughs> That's so Lou funny. Williams. Sh- shame on you, Lou Williams, for for exposing not only other people like his teammates, but exposing all of us to not having live sports again. That that had a nation that could have had nation wide impact on everyone dude it could have so selfish he better stay in quarantine for the full 14 they have like some they've got like a four day and a 10 day i'm like what where what is this well yeah when did those when did four and 10 days mean anything to anyone i thought it was 14 i guess they're testing more i'm sure the nba knows maybe more than we do but i mean yeah but hey we just hope but they don't have sports they don't know more about the endocannabinoid system than you do scott no they don't and i'm gonna try to make sure nobody else does either but i got a lot of work to put in before that's the case i'm excited all right buddy well appreciate the time great to see you good to talk to you uh make sure everyone goes and and buy some cbd bars from protein bars from scott and elevated gains yeah we've still then, got uh we've still got sorry to cut you off we've still got our uh little promotion going on for first hundred people to buy uh, 12 bars get a free shirt so we've got a few of those left um, so basically go add 12 bars and a t-shirt to the cart type in first 100 we can put it in the podcast link or something i'm sure um, i can do that there you go that's my guy and then yeah get your free <laughs> shirt man they're, they're sweet shirts you'll like it yeah they are all righty well everyone that's your uh, weekly call to action is to go buy 12 protein bars from scott um but again <laughs> thanks man Appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk soon. For sure. Talk soon, man. All righty, folks. That about about does it for episode 27 of the All Talk Pod. I mentioned it in the conversation with Scott. New logo. Something to keep your eyes out for. No idea when that's going to happen, or I know it's happening right now. But, you know, there's going to be some drafts, some work I need to do, and make sure that the logo comes out looking good. I'm excited about it. Something I've been wanting to do for a while, so 
that's very exciting for us. I'm very excited for you, the Thursday listener, the Friday listener potentially, because you are dangerously close to your weekends, which you oh so deserve to enjoy. My weekend, I'm uh, I'm heading back up to Kansas City. I was just back there a couple of weeks ago, but I'm heading back. My lovely sister, Danielle, and her beautiful, so beautiful husband, Clayton, uh, they're having a little wedding party out at the Woodruff household. Uh, so excited to see my extended family up there, excited to see my Kansas City folks get some BBQ when I'm back up there for the weekend. And our weather is looking very nice. Kansas City, it's going to be a little gloomy on Friday, but it's going to open up for us on Saturday and Sunday, and I'm thrilled to see that it's not going to be 100 degrees like it is in Texas. Uh, So get out there. If you're in Kansas City, enjoy the cool weather that you are blessed with in the Midwest there. Because Dallas, Texas, we're, we're staying pat. We're staying pat with the heat, staying pat with the sun, which means that pool season, if you are lucky enough to have access to a pool in these times, these unprecedented times, then get out there and enjoy it as well. Dallas, you're looking at mid-90s, low-90s, a lot of sun. Should be a good weekend for both cities. You guys know how it is. Episode 27 of the All Talk Pod was was a good one. I'm glad I'm back in the studio Episode 28 is scheduled, slated for next Thursday. I think you all know that you know those, those dates are relatively soft. We're not sure if it's going to happen or not. But I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it does. Thank you again for jumping back on. I appreciate the continued support from all my listeners. If you're a 27 out of 27-er, wow, very impressive. Very proud of you for uh, sticking with me. I appreciate it. So keep out uh, in in honor of Mental Health Month that we're going to be embarking on. Make sure you're getting your sleep. Make sh- make sure that you're checking on your rich friends like Kanye. And make sure that you're uh, you're just reaching out to someone if if you need to talk to them about anything because you don't want to sit there and deal with it alone, right? So let's all continue the trend. Let's be nice to each other. Let's remember that we're all in this year together. And hell, we're in August now, so we are. Coming up on the home stretch, a lot of stuff to be excited for towards the end of the year. Football is right around the corner. Cooler weather is right around the corner. I I would really kill for just a nice fall day right now. So I'm very excited about that. Things are looking up for us. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you all, all of you lovely people, my all of my friends. That's you guys are all my friends. Thank you. We will see all you lovely people next week. Love you.